0: Every year I know we're going to go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Star. All my cheese heads go pack gold. Ain't sure with no mercy cutting no slack, no. I ain't a bad sport and I'll even wish you good luck. Only thing I will
1: say. All right, welcome. all right. Go for it, Wags. We're both excited tonight.
0: Yeah, welcome into Lombardi's Legends. I am Wags. Joining me as always is Dane. It's been a minute since we've done a pod, but thought tonight Finally, we've got some news on the Aaron Rodgers front, and it's a trade that we expected to happen for quite some time. And we've been saying, "Wait till draft week! Wait till draft week!" Here we are, Monday night of draft week. Packers and Jets late this afternoon finalize the trade. Dane, how are you feeling tonight after we finally made it happen? We've expecting this to happen, but. Now that it's reality, what is your instant reaction?
1: It's, I'm happy it's over. Um, we knew it was going to happen. It needed to get done. Um, it's a relief. I'm I'm kind of sad about how unsad I am uh, that it was time to move on. But I think the reality is, um, I was ready to to turn over and and uh, you know. Have a new leaf here, new quarterback. And I think that, um, you know, I think Jordan Love's going to be the guy. Obviously, he's going to be the guy, but I like Jordan. I think I'm excited about that. Hate to see Rodgers go just because, I mean, he's been incredible for us for so many years. But the writing was on the wall. It felt like the Packers needed to move in a different direction. Um, I think we both probably agree they did it about a year too late. Um, but it's happened. Aaron Rodgers is not a Green Bay Packer anymore. And I think it's it's time for a fresh start for everybody involved.
0: Yeah, so this surprise of Rodgers getting traded is no longer. I, we've we've expected this to happen for some time. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about the compensation, because that's been something that's really been a back and forth. And I know there are some Packer fans out there that early on in, in the process, when it became very clear that Rodgers would be traded and most likely to the Jets, we're gonna not be happy no matter what with uh the Packers return and compensation. I think at the end of the day, though, the Packers swap first round picks with the Jets this year. So they go from fifteen to thirteen, give up their fifteen pick to the Jets. Uh pick up number forty-two in the second round, and then next year a compensatory pick that is guaranteed to be no lo- lower than a second rounder if Rogers plays over 65% of the snaps this season um, and could uh, convey into a first round pick if he does. So uh, overall, I I think we've got to be pretty pleased with what the Packers were able to get in a return, a second this year, as high as a first next year. And it's not a small value to move up a couple of spots. I, I know it's not a significant difference, but to go from 15 to 13, we see every year, Dane, uh, a guy or two starts to slip right into that range. And being in that position just a tad higher can mean a world of difference in terms of perhaps getting a guy that Packers have really high on the board that slides, uh, but uh, would not have been there for them potentially at 15.
1: Wex, I mean, we, you're right, And we see it every year, every year where a team moves up two or three slots and they give up a second round pick or a third round pick just to move up two or three slots in the first round, because there's a guy there that a team decides, Hey, we need to go get this guy. We think that this guy, you know, improves the team X value. We're going to go up and move two, three slots up. And that happens exponentially more when we're talking about 13th pick overall. I know the 15th pick that's dead middle of the draft, but Thirteen, man, we're in the we're in the top half of the draft now. A number of quarterbacks are likely going to go early on uh, in the first round. So all of a sudden, we're talking a premier player at a position with that thirteenth pick, and that's exceedingly valuable. Whether the Packers want to stick, and maybe they have somebody in mind, or they thought, heck, even a couple picks would have been nice to be able to move up a little bit, or you know, if if they just take the best player available, or knowing the Packers, maybe move back a little bit and and just add more value and some more um, inexpensive talent uh, high in the draft and, and add some picks later on. I mean, the Packers allowed to give themselves a little bit more flexibility, and that's what Goody and this front office staff likes to do. And folks, let's not forget, we've had a lot of success in the first round draft picks under Goody. So giving him extra ammunition like this is really, really good. So Wags, I'm exceedingly pleased by a lot of the uh, of what the Packers were able to get in return, but I couldn't be more excited about that bump up, even though it is two slots. It's a really, really valuable pick, I think, at 13, especially this year, with some very, very deep um, position groups that the Packers need. Um, they're going to have the pick of the litter at some really talented football players.
0: Yeah, we haven't done a lot of draft coverage or any draft coverage, to be honest with you this year, but um, I think one option you didn't mention is as teams are jockeying for position Packers with an extra pick now are within striking distance of jumping up in the top 10 as well. Yes. So I don't think that we should discount that possibility. I know that's a little unpackers like, but if they see someone that's really in the top three, four of their draft board, because a quarterback should not be one of those positions, then <laughs> They are in striking distance. It's it's a little bit more to move from 15 all the way up to 8 or 9, but to go from 13 to maybe – Nine, ten, or, or 7, 8, they'd have to give up some, some premium capital to be able to do that, but not nearly as much uh, to make that jump up. If there's a guy that they really like and they're within striking distance to do that, and they've got a team that's maybe just a few slots ahead of them that's willing to move down to 13, but also, uh, conversely, isn't really willing to move all the way down to 15. So uh, it, it's not a significant difference on paper, but there it gives them Maximum flexibility, as you said, they could move down, they could stand pat, they could have a couple guys fall to them in that position. So I'm really excited that they were able to do that. This was something that I floated out there a few weeks ago as a potential uh, way to solidify. This deal. I don't know if it was the final part of the the trade compensation that got hammered out, but it seems to make sense. The Jets get to keep their for, get to keep a pick in the first round. It's not significantly lower. The Packers, you know, for whatever it's worth, get the Jets' first round pick. Uh, so the 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 uh, compromise, if you will, may have been okay we'll give you our first round pick, but you got to give you, uh, give us yours. And so the Packers and the Jets are able to both save face a little bit, uh, at the end of the day with, with how this trade compensation worked out. So, um, but Dane, do you think that that was the final part of the trade that got hammered out? Uh, because it seems like the second round pick was part of the trade all along.
1: Yeah, I think that that second round pick was definitely part of it. I mean, I I just looking at it, there's a couple of things that I think were make this trade pretty interesting. And I think one of them is the, um, the 65% um, that next year's selection hinges on 65% of Aaron Rodgers participation or playing time, right? Um, it, it's not tied to um, stats. It's not tied to wins. It's literally tied to does Aaron Rodgers play 65% of the snaps Um, this year that ties it. So I was really happy, Wags, because I thought that Um, next year's pick, I thought we'd get some kind of uh, sliding scale, but I definitely didn't think the floor for next year was going to be a second round pick. And that if he hits 65% this year playing time, we're, we're getting a first round pick out of the New York Jets. I mean, that's, that's a really good value, I think, for the Packers to get. So we know for a fact we're getting that uh, added second at bare minimum next year. This is a Packers team that I think we accept the fact they're, they're not. They're very likely not Super Bowl contenders this year. We're going to see what uh, what uh, Jordan Love can do. Uh, we're going to evaluate the roster. We're going to have a young roster um, uh, at a lot of key positions, especially some of these skill groups. But. Um, but whatever we're able to draft and add this year and next year, um, things change very quick in the NFL. Um, and if Jordan love uh, plays the way that we think that he can play, this is the team that could be a couple quality draft picks away from being very, very dangerous next year. So the possibility of getting a second or a first round pick, um, knowing we're at least getting a second from the jets it was just massive for me wags. And that made it really interesting though. It's not tied to performance. It's just literally tied to his dude going to be out there for 65% of the snaps this year. That's a huge deal I think for us.
0: Yeah. uh, And we're getting a few comments in the Facebook chat. So folks, if you're watching us on a live stream, (laughs) feel free to pop in some questions and and comments here. So Matthew uh, Machino, Machino, I'm sorry. There's a lot of pressure on the guy. Don't you think? I mean, 65% LOL. So (laughs) Uh, Dane uh, Rogers is not someone that usually misses a lot of games over the course of regular season. He's gotten dinged up here and there uh, a few times over the last five, six years, and the dude's thirty nine years old. But right. all all things considered, I, I think that's. Do you think that's a high bar to clear? Sixty five percent, or or do you think the Packers are? Uh, unless something unexpected happens. Packers should
1: be in pretty pretty good shape for potentially a first round pick from the Just next year. I mean, I think they're in really good shape for next year. I mean, I'm my jaw kind of hit the floor when it, it didn't have anything to do with if Rodgers comes back next year. There's nothing tied to that. That to me, I thought was honestly a bare minimum. Uh, to, to whatever we were going to get, and I thought that maybe if you know he doesn't play next year, it's a fourth round pick, you know what I mean? You kind of play that game, and the fact that it's just a bottom, you know, bottom is, is a, t- a second rounder. 65% is not a high bar for Aaron Rodgers in his career, dude. Does play, you said it, he's a gamer. Rodgers has always been a gamer in his career. Hell, this year, um. He wanted to play it out until the Packers were out of mathematical, um, you know, um, uh, for for the playoffs. So he's a guy that likes to play ball. He wants to be out there. I think 65% is is absolutely attainable um, with the caveat, of course, injury. But you can say that about literally any player in the NFL. And Rodgers, for the last number of years, knock on wood, has been able to escape the injury bug as far as missing significant games. So um, I I love this deal for the Packers um, because of that as well. I mean, it just overall, I and I don't think I see this this fleeced thing um back and forth. I think it was a really good deal for the Packers, but the Jets are getting their guys too. All right? They're getting their quarterback, they're getting a guy that they think can win football games for them. So, um right now, I see a lot of chatter from Jets social media saying, "Hey, we got the guy. We won this trade." I'm seeing a lot of Packers fans saying, "Hey, we got a lot for Aaron Rodgers. We won this trade." Um Only time's going to tell who actually wins this trade, Um, but I really like the compensation. I do think it was a fair compensation for a four-time MVP quarterback.
0: Yeah, so that set up uh, another question we got in chat from Brian Inman. Hi, Brian. Thanks for the question. He says, uh, hi, Dane and Andrew. Um, I saw an article that the Packers fleeced the Jets. Why fleeced? I don't get it. So (laughs) I'm assuming, Brian, that you, I don't know. Are you a Jets fan? Are you a Packers fan? You could be coming at it from either perspective here, but uh Dane, you kind of g- gave a, a few of your thoughts on on yeah. the situation with the trade and who won. Uh, But what's your reaction to Brian's question here?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I think it was fair compensation all, all around. I really do. And I, and I get fans always want to be the ones that quote unquote, win a trade. Um, But I mean, Rogers hasn't played a snap in New York yet. We haven't drafted anybody using either draft picks. Um, so there's a lot of work that needs to be done by both sides to actually determine who's winning this trade. Um, but I think that, and I'm going to, I'm actually going to quote Andrew Brandt. Um, Andrew Brandt, the, 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 for, the, uh, former Packers front office guy, he was there when Rodgers was drafted uh, nearly 20 years ago, but I thought his tweet really encompasses um, why I'm so high on this trade by the Packers, Um, and his tweet was, so let me get this straight. The Packers get a first-round pick swap in 2023, a high second-round pick in 2023, a likely first-round pick in 2024, at worst a second, a $60 million financial obligation taken off their hands for a player that was never going to play for them again that says a lot to me right there. And that's from a guy who's had a ton of success as a front office guy, somebody who is very well-respected in NFL circles, even to this day. He's a pro- professor now, I believe at Villanova. He's, he, you know, he's not just some Joe Schmo. He's a guy who understands how these deals are made. And Wags, when I saw that, and, and he has no reason to have an allegiance to the Packers. I think he's played this very fair uh, since the trade stuff started. Um, I think he's accurate, right? We knew Rodgers wasn't going to come here. What, what Goody and this Packers front office was, was able to do, was they allowed the Jets to talk with Rodgers. The Jets talked an awful lot. Uh, they, they they kind of committed themselves um, to their fan base that they were going to get Aaron Rodgers. And I think that Goody in this Packers front office was allow, uh, able then to sit back, delay it a little bit longer, and we don't know what the details that they were able to work out late are, but I do think that the Packers were able to get more compensation than they initially thought they were going to be able to get. They got a sweetener because of how long this dragged out, and the Packers, I think, made out very, very well in this trade.
0: Yeah, I think from the perspective of anyone saying that Packers fleece the Jets could just do you know, maybe address Brian your question a little bit more detail. It's a perception thing. I think early on, the Jets, though, I never got involved in the whole who has more leverage thing because that was just kind of a rock fight that was going on on social media, to be quite <laughs> honest with it. you. But <laughs> yeah. there were a lot of national guys that seemed to be coming out and giving an indication that there's no way the Packers would get a first round pick for Aaron Rodgers, that the amount of compensation that the Packers were going to get was lower than a lot of people might think. Um, and in, in certain ways, it was lower than what you would expect, but the guy's 39 years old. Uh, so that's, that's a part of the equation that you don't really – you're not really able to hammer out. The guy is thinking about or has threatened or said he doesn't know how much longer he's going to play. So that's another part of the equation. How do you really – Decide what the actual value is. So, from from that respect, I think both teams got what they wanted. Uh, the Packers were ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers, regardless of what they got back in trade compensation. They needed to get fair value back. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but Packers ready to move on. They want to see what they have in Jordan Love, and they're going to move forward. The Jets were, as you said, committed to getting Aaron Rodgers in the building, uh, whatever it took. And so I think they dug themselves in a little bit of a corner. I agree with you, Dane. And uh, the thing is, though, they have Aaron Rodgers. They have right. one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So they didn't lose this trade, to Brian's point. I think they're going to be very happy to have Aaron Rodgers. Um And we'll see how he plays as a member of the Jets. But... Um, if as long as he shows up and he's healthy and he plays even remotely like the guy that was on the Packers a couple of years ago, because he was hurt last year, yeah. I think they're going to be very happy. That's a team that's on the brink. They've got a great defense. They've got a lot of young talent on that roster. And now they've got a quarterback, uh, with t- a talent level that frankly they've never had in that organization. So. You know, we'll see what actually happens with the Jets this year. Are they going to contend for a Super Bowl? I don't know. But I don't think they're going to regret getting a caliber of the player of Aaron Rodgers for what they had to give up. And I think the Packers... They had Aaron Rodgers in a building for 18 years. They were ready to move on. So I think it's safe to say that at this point, maybe both teams are happy with the trade deal. Um, and we can evaluate this a year or two down the road and have a better idea of who won and who lost if we really want to go down that road.
1: Wags, so we just have to, I have to say, how weird is it that, we won't be talking about Aaron. We were never a podcast that talked about Aaron Rodgers ad nauseum. We talk about everybody on the roster. We talk about full games. We've always been that. But it's so bizarre in the future when we're talking about Aaron Rodgers, we're probably going to be talking about Rodgers um, in the sense of, um, oh, the guy that we drafted in the Aaron Rodgers deal. And that's really what he's going to be referenced. So how bizarre is that, that all of a sudden, um, you know, after so many years of this podcast, we're not talking about Aaron Rodgers really anymore, at least directly, because with all due respect, I hope I wish him well in New York. Hope he plays at least 66% of the games next year. Um, But, you know, like we're not a Jets podcast and we're going to be all in on the Packers going forward.
0: Yeah. Well, if you follow us on social media, you'll notice that we've been all in on Jordan Love for the last month. So I don't expect that to change. As you said, um, I think it's really about the Packers as an organization and not a single player. Uh And so am I going to miss Aaron Rodgers, a player? He's probably my favorite Packer player of all time. Absolutely. So I'm not going to sit up here and say that I'm not going to miss cheering for Aaron Rodgers, the Packer. But I was ready to move on. I know a lot of other Packer fans were ready to move on. As crazy as it is to say, I don't expect the Packers to be as good next year without Aaron Rodgers. But as you said earlier, but they were eight and nine last year. So mm-hmm. you know what? It's it's time to move forward. I think it's, it's going to be refreshing in some ways that this is a team and not an eye, and not an individual. And so it's going to be a different look, no doubt about it. Uh, there's going to be a little bit more uh, scrutiny for Coach LaFleur and the rest of the coaching staff. Um, there's going to be a little bit more scrutiny on the defense. Uh, there's going to be a little bit more scrutiny on GM Brian Gudekets, uh, mm-hmm. for sure with what he does with the drafts and how he builds the roster over the next 24 months. So, uh, these guys didn't make this decision lightly. Uh, have they been riding Aaron's coattails a little bit? That's for everyone else to decide. But no matter what, they put their name on this now. And so it's going to be a different look. And for that reason, you know, I'm excited to move forward because uh, I love the Green Bay Packers. I I really loved Aaron Rodgers as a player, but I love the Green Bay Packers first, and I think that's what it's all about.
1: Yeah, and and I respect—I have a lot of respect for anybody um, who puts their name on something. A number of years ago, almost twenty years ago, we saw Ted Thompson and and Mike McCarthy. Um, you know, say what you will about Mac, um, but you know, they stuck their necks out there a number of years ago now, and they went all in. They put their jobs on the line, stood up against Favre. And a lot of people thought they were crazy then. And, you know, it, 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 Rodgers ended up being, we know the story. Um, are, are we saying Jordan loves the next Aaron Rodgers? Certainly not. I'm not putting that kind of pressure on that young man. But I have a ton of respect for Goody, uh, Coach LaFleur for saying, you know what? It's time to move on. And they're going to go ahead and they're going to do it. Um, and it's not an easy decision to make. Nobody wants to be the guy that, uh, trades away a legend, uh, a true living legend. Goody just did that. And now, um, everything rests on what's going to happen here over the next, you know, 12 to 24 months, like you said, but it's going to be. So fun and exciting. What a ride it's going to be uh, watching J Love trot out there for that first start in September. Um, and I think that folks are going to be surprised pleasantly by um, his athleticism as a quarterback. And I think people are going to be really enjoying the gun that dude, he's got a cannon for an arm. And I don't think enough folks realize how big of an arm he has. He's got a little bit of a Brett Favre swagger, actually, I think to his game. And we'll get into the Jay Love stuff in the future. But um, Jay Love's going to ball a little bit for this Packers team this year. But you know, for today, it's just the Aaron Rodgers trade happened. And it's, Pretty remarkable that we're sitting here knowing that Aaron Rodgers is no longer the starting quarterback of the Green Bay Packers.
0: Yeah, um, and and I agree. We're going to keep this short, but I will say just to add to what you're saying about Jordan Love, uh, we don't know if he is going to be a above-average starter in this league yet, but is there anything that you would say to the doubters out there? Because the one thing that I keep coming back to is he clearly made strides in improvement last year. Mm -hmm even though he didn't get to get out on the field really all that much, aside from garbage time in the Philadelphia game. He made strides, and Tom Clements, a quarterback coach, was retired at one point, came back ostensibly for Aaron Rodgers. I know I've made this point before, but he's still on the coaching staff with Jordan Love, as now as a starter. He knew Aaron Rodgers was not going to be back, and he he put his name on it, and he's coming back to coach Aaron Rodgers. So I, I think Things like that are really good indication. And so I I, although, you know, there is some wait and see, I would really encourage those of you that are still really doubting and, and maybe there's just still a sour taste in your mouth from the fact that they spent a first-round pick on Jordan Love to begin with four years ago, and I get that. But that's revisionist history moving forward now. So I would just encourage anyone out there that's a Packer fan that even if you're not crazy about Jordan Love, um, just, just get on board. Give this guy a chance, and let's see what he can do first before you start uh, casting and and burying him and saying he he can't play. Uh, and yeah. the dude it, it was a waste of a pick or he's a bust. Uh, he hasn't really had that full opportunity. Uh, if if that happens, that would be unfortunate. Um, and Packers will have to you know make alternative plans. Uh, that does happen in this league. But let's give this guy a chance. Is all I'm asking for. Uh, Last let's go into the draft. Be excited for adding some additional young talent here. Uh, in the draft. And build around these guys, and let's let's move forward and see what it looks like uh, once we get into camp and and once we get into fall.
1: Well said, wags. and um and you know the draft is coming right up here. Um, we're gonna be live uh, talking uh, on Thursday night. Uh, some of this draft. It's going to be an awful lot of fun. Uh, those of you that listen on on podcast uh, form, um, we'll be on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter live uh, during the NFL draft. And uh, those of you watching live now, please join us uh, for some of that draft. We'll be doing a ton of Packers coverage all um, all evening long, especially kind of leading up to that, that first round pick um, for the Packers.
0: Yep, absolutely. So, um, I'm just going to leave the parting thought. Thank you for another comment here in the chat from Title Town Talk, yeah, uh, you. talking about Jordan Love. He knows the offense. He should understand he doesn't have to win games, run the offense and game plan and don't turn it over. Uh, that would be a little bit of a different look. Uh, with yeah. no, no shade at Aaron Rodgers, but that would be a little bit of a different look if, uh, it's, it's coach LaFleur has his, uh, fingerprints all over the game plan. And we've got a quarterback that just goes out there and executes it. Uh, let's see what that looks like. Uh, so like I said, a lot of guys are going to have their names on this and uh, I think that's a nice summation. So thanks for jumping in there uh, with that comment as well. So Dane, any uh, last thoughts before we sign off here for the evening?
1: No, just thanks Aaron and uh, Jordan. Let's go win some damn football games, man. We're a hundred percent behind you here at Lombardi's legends.
0: Yeah, for sure. So uh, folks, as always, be legendary and go pack go. Go pack go. Every year I know we're gonna go hard. We've been that team ever since Bart Starr. All my cheese heads, go pack go. Ain't sure with no mercy cutting no slack, no. I ain't the best sport and I'll even wish you good luck. Only thing I will